ladies and gentlemen, we are back <laughs> on this day with the second episode being released of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by the greatest tag team in podcast history, Travesty. Dizzle J. And uh, we really don't have to go into the intros of how we're doing and everything, because we did that on the last show. Uh, for those of you who are listening to this show before listening to the last show, quick rundown. Um, we didn't put a show out last week because we were busy. Life goes on. So we released two shows this week so we can be committed to the whole weekly thing by cheating just a little bit. Sometimes you got to wrestle dirty. Hey, dirtiest yeah. player in the game, Fuck you know? yeah. So go back, listen to uh, episode one where we did the uh, part two of the top ten list. Uh, this uh, this episode, we're going to focus pretty much on SummerSlam. And uh, normally we do about half a show for SummerSlam because, no, I'm sorry, half a show for the pay-per-views. But with this being such a big card and everything, I'm pretty sure we could probably fill the entire episode with this. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure six hours of SummerSlam, hour of JFW. Fuck yeah. So we'll go through, we'll do our predictions on this and everything. Uh, Just a quick reminder to everyone, um, make sure you stay involved in the show. Make sure you go to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Start following us. Uh, You can find us at uh, JFW Podcast. We have the website we can go to. The link is in the uh, show notes below. Also, you've, uh, the link to our website is also on our Facebook. Make sure you follow us, get involved. Comments, concerns, everything, leave them on our page. Email us at jfwpodcast.yahoo.com. Stay involved. We love hearing from everyone. Uh, Jay, we're just going to pretty much just dive into it and everything. And obviously, you know, we do have a list of the matches. And we do not know how the... Um, <laughs> I, I, thought you, <laughs> I thought you tried to get my no, I, my, my hand twitched. <laughs> Oh, the joys of sitting so close to each other. Hey, well. Um, so we have a list of the matches. Um, obviously, they're not in order. We don't know what the order of the matches are. So I think we'll just go... I think we'll just go through the pre-shows, one through three, but I think the other ones, um, maybe we'll just go from the bottom up because they have listed as number four, the Fatal 4-Way match. But I want to talk about that one last because that's obviously going to be this main event. I'm hoping it's the main event. Yeah. Um... So the first match on the pre-show card, which they do have three matches on the pre-show card. The first one here is Akira Tozawa versus Neville. I have no idea how many opportunities this fucking guy's going to get as a Cruiserweight title. With all these Cruiserweight champions. He's a champion. Is he really? Akira Akira won it uh, either last week or this week on 205 Live. Or Raw. No shit. Yeah. Well, I didn't see Raw, so if he won on Raw, that would make sense. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay, so this is Neville's rematch. This is Neville's rematch. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so Akira Tozawa as champion, surprisingly, uh, versus Neville Cruiserweight Championship match rematch for the title. Um. Really quick before we uh, do our predictions, uh, what? How do you? How do you feel the, the uh, like where two hundred five live is? Like, do you think that it's doing what that he expected it to do, or? Maybe a little less, maybe a little more. I honestly, I, you know, it hasn't made me want to tune in. If that makes any sense, like what I see on Raw is basically all I really want to see, because it, it just doesn't remind me of the old cruiserweight days. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh man, I can't wait for Rey Mysterio. I can't wait for Juventud Guerrero or. Uh, Ultimo Dragon or stuff like that. I, maybe I just don't know the guys like I used to. Or it's just, you know, I know Neville. I love watching Neville. And Akira, I've been keeping track of here and there. 
But as far as everybody else, other than Gentleman Jack, who is entertaining, I, I don't think it's really hitting like it should. Yeah, I know. I thought I thought I saw somewhere where they did mention that there's possibly going to be a rebranding of Two Hundred Five Live. Now, what that means is, you know, very unclear. You know, right? But if they're doing something to change it up, to spice it up, I'm hoping it's for the better, because. I mean, these cruise rates, I mean, they're in a league of their own, you know? Oh, yeah. And I think they deserve, you know, their their dues, you know? I mean, like, you know, I think they're due the opportunity to be, you know, obviously not a Raw or SmackDown, but, you know, like a Sunday Night Heat, something like that, like, you know, not as popular as the main uh, shows, but still there, you know? it's. I, I think I, what's funny to me is, like, it's almost been the death of some careers so far. Uh, Austin Aries left. Mm-hmm. Austin Aries and Neville, I don't think that they should be confined to 205 Live. No. Neville's was having good, Neville was having good matches with these bigger guys. Mm-hmm. And he could hold his own against the bigger guys. And yet you're going to shove him down there. And I understand Vince doesn't like the small guys. But Vince needs to uh, open up his fucking eyes yeah. and see that the the reason TNA got hot was because of the X Division. Yeah, you had that crossover between those cruiserweights potentially being top car guys. Right. AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, Kazarian, all that. Granted, they're a little bit bigger than what a cruiserweight would be, but the X Division was their cruiserweight in a sense. It was their more extreme division. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I hope that if they do rebrand, I hope it's for the better, but... Austin Aries had the potential to be a U.S. champion, Intercontinental champion. I wouldn't say universal, maybe not right away, but definitely a U.S. champion, maybe a tag team champion with somebody or somebody that he has that possibility. No, see, I could have seen him being a major championship holder. Yeah, but not right away. Not, no, I'm not talking come right into the company to be champion. I'm not talking, AJ Styles. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I, I think, I think we're talking two different levels. With AJ Styles and Austin Aries. Yeah, but what what were their level differences in TNA? In TNA, there were no level differences. Yeah. Yeah. But in TNA, they seem to give just about anybody a shot at any title for any reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in WWE, he, I don't think he leveled up to what AJ was. I don't think he even leveled up to what Finn Balor was. But You're he, talking about two guys who came in. AJ and Finn, who were known worldwide, and Austin Aries, unless you watched Impact, mm-hmm. you didn't know who he was. That's true. Well, if you look at so if you look at this match, you have uh, the champion Akira versus Neville. Uh, Tyus O'Neil looks to be in Akira's corner. Who are you giving the win to? I'm gonna say Akira. See, Akira holds it. I'm gonna say Akira holds it. Okay. Um, shit. I wish I saw this match where he won it, so it kind of gives me a better idea. Um, I'm going to go with Neville. I'm going to say Neville takes it back. I'm going to say it's a short title reign. Um, I'm going to say something screws up. Something, something will happen. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Neville to win here. Uh, second pre-match show, which I don't see why it's a pre-match show, but yeah, it's kind of, I mean... In a way, okay, so it's New Day with uh, Big A and Xavier Woods taking on uh, the Usos. 
Uh, tag team champions on the tag team championships for SmackDowns on the line. I have no idea why you have the SmackDown championship mat, tag championship match as a pre-show, and yet you have the Raw tag team champions actually on the main card. It doesn't make sense to have any title on the pre-show, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Randy Orton versus Rusev, or Show versus Cass, or even Cena versus Corbin. Mm-hmm. Those should be on pre-show. And I understand you got John Cena there, you know, don't want to put him on the pre-show. I'm pretty sure at this point in time, Cena doesn't give a rat's ass what part of the show he's on. No. Because no. it's going to be watched. Yeah, and what's weird is, like, I don't know if this is any different, but I know one of the biggest reasons Austin Aries ended up leaving WWE was uh, in an interview he had, he stated that since his match was on the pre-show of WrestleMania, there were no royalties given to him from the like, the DVD purchases and everything like that. Ah. So now when you look at these, like you got all these guys on here, like they they don't get royalties because they're pre-shows and not the main event. Hmm. I think if you don't give a champion the royalties for defending their title, that's bogus. Yeah. But uh, the new day, you know, Kofi Kingston is not in this match. It's Xavier and Big E, which again. I don't think I ever remember Big E and Xavier defending together. I don't recall them ever tagging without Kofi. They, if they did, I've never seen it. Could have been a house show thing, but whatever. Um, but they're teaming up. They're taking on the Usos. Uh, I'm taking New Day to retain. Um, just because I think that they're good. I think that's the direction they want. I think they want New Day. Not to be like the New Day of Raw, but I think they have such a great following that they want to have that boost for the time being. Honestly, I, I think that's the way it's going to go, too. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with the New Day. As much as I love the Usos and the new attitude. and mm-hmm. Just, man, I think the Usos finally found their person to be. Like, you know, the, the, the other stuff was cool, the dancing and everything. But you know what? Come out, kick some ass, leave. Yeah. yeah I, I, I like the Usos better as a heel. Yeah. Um... Final pre-show match, you got the Hardys with Jason Jordan versus The Miz and The Miz Taraj. Um, like we, like I said before we started recording, uh, this match didn't make sense to me. You kind of explained why it's happening. Right. So, um, Jordan, Jason Jordan was facing The Miz. Uh, Jordan ended up winning. Miz Taraj attacked Jason Jordan. Right. The Hardys came out to help. Right. So that's what's crazy. This is a pre-show match. Oh, definitely. Um, this should be the first match of the pre-show <laughs> matches. Um, not really much to discuss here other than, like, I feel bad that the Hardy Boys kind of, like, I think maybe they've already peaked and now this is their slow decline. Well, now that they're, they're, they're awoken now. You know that? Did this happen on Raw too? I This is... Something that was mentioned in passing on Raw. The oh, yeah, 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 because, because they can't use Broken. Right, so they're Awoken. Okay. But they haven't really changed. No, I haven't seen an interview with them lately or anything like that, so I don't know if Matt's doing his batshit crazy talk or not. Which I kind of hope he does, because I enjoy it. Like, Matt Hardy's just hilarious. And he'll just say whatever the fuck he wants to say, and it's nice. I don't know, I've never, I, I never saw Broken Matt Hardy. 
So I have no idea what's expected of it. I mean, I've seen small little things here and there. I've never actually seen the broken Matt, ha- broken Matt Hardy, the brother Nero. I never saw any it, of that. It was neat. Some of it was kind of awkward, but it was awkward in a fun way, if that makes sense. Like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> All right, who, um, who are you taking in this? I'm going to say... I'm gonna say the Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan. Yeah, I was gonna go that way too. The only way, the only reason I'm gonna go that way is because I think God, uh, I think that he is trying to push Jason Jordan like they were trying to push Roman. Yeah. Um, I feel really bad for Chad Gable because it doesn't seem like he's getting much of a push. It seems like he gets his ass kicked every single week. I think I think what what's gonna happen is you're gonna see these two come ahead. And hopefully neither one of them winds up to be Marty Jannetty. If you had to pick who's Marty Jannetty right now. Mm. Honestly, I'd rather watch Gable in the ring than Jordan. Yeah, but Gable's Jannetty. Yeah. As of right now, the way the way they're looking at this moment, from this moment, Gable's Jannetty. Yeah. Um... All right, so now if we dive into the uh, the actual main card and everything, um, we can start, you know, no, we'll, we'll start at number five and work our way back up. Because like I said, the Fatal 4-Way has to be the main event. So uh, the next one we're going to talk about is Naomi versus Natalia. This should be uh, probably one of the best female matches we probably see this year. Natalia is definitely hungry for it. Naomi is just cloud nine right now. Mm-hmm. I think these are probably two of the two of the best in the WWE right now, and I think I'm gonna go Natalia. Okay. Um, I'm happy that she's finally getting the other opportunity. I think we spoke about this last time. Mm-hmm. Like it's been almost ten years since she's held the title. Right. And that back then that was the Divas Championship. Um. I, I'm gonna say uh, Naomi retains it. Who'd you say? Natalia. You said Natalia's gonna win it. Right. I, I, I think that I think Naomi's gonna hold on to it. I, I would love for Natalia to win it again, like to you know be the female face of the company. But I think Naomi's just having a really good run right now. I don't think they gotta take it away. Oh no! Her. I mean, don't get me wrong. Naomi's on fire. She's but I just like to see Natalia finally get that after all her hard work and everything she has done. I mean, remember she came into wrestling when women weren't exactly wrestling. She yeah. came in as a wrestler. Yeah, she she kind of like fell in like right towards the end of the whole Lita and Trish Stratus yeah. like ending, and it was more like glamour and shit. Now she when she came in, I'm trying to remember if she debuted before. Or during the Hart Dynasty with Tyson Kidd. So she debuted with them. Yeah. Okay. As far as I can remember, I'm pretty sure that they came out together and it wasn't, you know, here's Natalia, here's Tyson Kidd, and whoever the fuck the other guy was. Well, it was Dave Boy Smith's son, but D.H. Cool. Smith? I think Who's... it was just David Smith, wasn't it? I, I know it was one. I know it was. The British Bulldog's son. 
who is yeah. actually kicking ass over in Japan right now. Yeah, he, he. I mean, they. I think they kind of missed out on uh, on utilizing him, but <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm kind. I'm kind of second guessing it now. But at the same time, I mean, like <laughs> when push comes to shove, Carmelo still has that money in the bank. Exactly. So I mean, I mean, it's opportunity. Like you know, like this could be like an all-out brawl where, don't matter who wins at the end, you know, there could be a new champion. It could be neither one of these. Uh, these um. Women wrestlers. We're just predicting the winner of the match. We're not predicting how the whole show is going to run. I because like, if we did that, we'd run a better show probably than. That's my favorite. What's going to happen? I mean, that's that's just my favorite part of it. It's predicting the entire fucking show and how it's predicted the entire show. Like how it's going to happen? How it's going to all go down and shit? Um. All right, so going from one uh, women's championship match to the next, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. This is was supposed to be Bailey versus Alexa Bliss, but Bailey got injured. Yeah, I I feel so bad for that. I mean, like, isn't that like usually how it happens? Like somebody's going and fucking building themselves, getting on top, and all of a sudden a fucking injury happens. I Man, happens Seth Rollins. Yep. You know, being champion, all of a sudden, like, what was his quad that went out or his MCL, his knee? Part uh, of his Finn knee. Balor. Finn Balor. Yeah. Oh man, I this one's kind of hard. I am a big Alexa Bliss fan now, so I think I'll pick Alexa. Uh, Sasha, I think she's just lucky at this point. I, I'm assu- at some point in time, Nia Jax is it Nia Jax that's on that side, or is it Tamina? Tamina is on SmackDown. Oh, she, yeah, because she's um uh, hanging out with uh, Lana now. Okay, so it's it's Nia Jax on the Raw side. I really think she's being overlooked. I think she needs someone to guide her. I was surprised, and like I don't know if this is just a morbid thing for me or not. Um, I was surprised, like after she lost her father, like that he didn't see that as an opportunity to kind of push her a little more, kind of like how they did with like Chavo and Ray and Vicky after Eddie oh, passed yeah. away and stuff. Um, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go before we continue on. I'm gonna go with Alexa on this one as well. But I was kind of curious on the possibility. Could this be a situation where the rules are um, adjusted and Carmella cashes in on Raw? I I mean, I don't think it's just the SmackDown cash in. I think it's just the Money in the Bank cash in. And that's what I was trying to look up here while we were discussing this. Is like, like, is this something like where she could run out and cash... And on Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss or uh, Sasha Banks, like now I remember hearing rumors that after SmackDown, or I'm sorry, after SummerSlam, there's going to be a whole new shakeup. Really? Yeah. Where like not only are people going from Raw to SmackDown, SmackDown to Raw, but people from Raw and SmackDown are also potentially being sent back to NXT. Ooh. And then people from NXT coming up, and everything. it's supposed to be like a total oh, yes. shakeup. I hope. Glorious. I'm hoping Bobby Roode fucking shows up. Insanity. But, but I mean, like, I mean, could this be that possibility? Like, I, it, I mean, it could definitely open the door for that. Because mm-hmm. if you had that cross brand, and I think Carmella is actually probably going to be a top woman's competitor. She is good in the ring. She definitely knows how to work a mic. If she get rid of that fucking stale ass. 
James Ellsworth guy, I think it'd be even more fun. Well, see, that's another thing, too. It's like, because James Ellsworth isn't really a manager. He's just a wrestler hanging out with her. Yeah. So, I mean, she could win the Women's Championship for Raw, end up on Raw, but that doesn't mean Ellsworth goes with yeah. her. And then what do they do with him? 205 Live. 205 Live. He can't wrestle. He, he can't wrestle because, I mean, he's with all these powerhouses. You put him in the fucking ring with, you know, some smaller guys. I mean, who knows? Maybe he could end up being Cruiserweight Champion. You talk about one of the ugliest looking fucking wrestlers ever. Jesus. I've seen, I've seen worse. <laughs> Not by much. <laughs> Oh fuck! Alright, so we're both saying we're both saying Alexa Bliss, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens with that money in the bank cash in. Obviously, there's not gonna be a cash in for SmackDown since that already happened. Stupidly. Yep. Not uh, not happy about that. Um, Jinder Mahal versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, single star, single match, WWE Championship. Where we at here? Give, let's, give, give us a give us some banter here. Ginger mm. is on quite the uh, path. I did not get to see the John Cena versus Ginger match, so I don't know if he conquered Cena or what happened there. But Shinsuke, well, I've been singing his praises since he made it to the roster, so we know how we I feel about him. He is just weirdly. Fucking agnomatic, just, just so weird and just little crazy movements. You don't know what the fucker's gonna do. He hits you with a knee. Even Cena said after his match, he never realized how hard Shinsuke hits until he got in the match with him. Mm-hmm. So you, is that your pick? <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Shinsuke. Okay. Maybe he'll bring out the club to. Take out the Singh brothers. Yeah, I'm going with Jinder. I think I think at some point Corbin's going to come in. I mean, I know Corbin and Shinsuke had that feud. I think Corbin's <sighs> going to be one of those situations where Baron's like, you know what? If I couldn't win it, neither are you, kind of things. And I could see that happening. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm going to say Jinder. Um, I know they're still doing this big whole push because of India and everything. I don't think they're quite done with it yet. And to be honest. <clears throat> Did he deserve it? I didn't think so, but he's not doing that bad of a job. He, he's doing. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying watching. Yeah. Him. He's that. He's today's Iron Sheik at the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He can work the mic. He can work the ring. People just don't like that he was a low carter, and then just immediately thrust. But he has not crumbled underneath. He was a jobber for a while. Uh, AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. U.S. title. Shane McMahon is special guest referee. Oh, man. I'm going Styles. Really? Yeah. I think I think AJ Styles will get it. And I think because Kevin Owens and Shane get a fight. Okay. I'm going to go with Styles because I'm a Styles guy, and I'll always pick AJ over anything else, especially in this match. I don't I don't see them tossing this title back and forth constantly. No. Um, 
at the same time, I think Styles will have a good run as U.S. title. Because I think Kevin Owens may get pushed a little more into that uh, championship uh, picture. Oh, no, no, please. If there was any two that you could see a title bouncing back and forth and it working as a bounce back and forth, mm-hmm. it would be these two guys. Yeah, and and, and they're, I think it's because they're really polar opposites in what they bring to like a match too. Yeah, you know, I mean, they don't look the same, they don't wrestle the same, but they both have that attitude. Whether you know it's um, AJ being a face or Kevin Owens being a heel, I mean, they both still have a decent attitude. I'm really excited to see what kind of um, what kind of out or what comes out of this match with Shane McMahon being the special guest referee, right? You know, like, is he going to call it right down the middle until someone hits him? Is he going to be a heel and turn on AJ? Or, you know, like, because, I mean, McMahon's are McMahon's no matter what. You know, it's... This is very true. Well, they even brought that up on uh, SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens played the video of something. Who did he screw over? Did he screw over Mankind? Um, or Rock? The Rock. He hit the, he hit the uh, rock with the chair. Yeah, he, he, he I mean, he's obviously screwed people over. Um, but it, it's weird to see how it is. I mean, like, you know, he doesn't want to be like his dad. He said that numerous times and shit. But, you know, like I said, once a McMahon, always a McMahon. But, I don't know, I'm really excited. I'm, I'm excited to see this match. I think this is, one of my, this is going to be one of my favorite matches. Just because, I mean, AJ was, I was a huge fan of AJ and TNA. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucked when he left and went to New Japan because I really didn't follow uh, New Japan that much. And I mean, like, I I literally, you know, fucking almost pissed myself when he came out in the Royal Rumble. Oh, dude, I I marked so bad. Mm-hmm. I I was sitting there and all of a sudden this music hits. I'm like, whose music did I look up? And I see I see the the outline. I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> fucking AJ Styles. I'm like, wait, is he gonna be AJ Styles? And it hit and like AJ Styles, like yes, yeah. I'm, I'm glad, like, and he's, like, one of those guys that, like, you couldn't change his name. No. I mean, like, if he came in here as, like, like, Andrew Styles or fucking whatever, like, it would fucking ruin it. Oh, definitely. But, like, because, I mean, like, well, they did that with Finn Balor, you know? Like, he was Prince uh, David or David yeah. or whoever it was. You know, they changed that to Finn Balor and everything, which, I mean, it sucked, but, you know, that's... It worked. It worked, yeah. Um, but AJ, I mean, AJ is known as AJ Styles. You can't know him as anything else. It doesn't, it doesn't help that he's got AJ tattooed on the yeah. side of himself. Yeah, and then, yeah, so that, um, Eric Young, Bobby Roode, I mean, they all, they need their names. Yeah. You know? I think Luke Gall, well, I know Luke Gallows is known as Luke Gallows in WWE, but I think he was known as something else. Bestus. No, uh, in New Japan. I think he was still Doc in New Japan, right? Was he Doc in New Japan? I don't... He was Doc in Impact. He was, da- he was Doc in Impact, but I think he was still Doc out in... I don't know. I know Carl Anson, I think, was the same. But that's neither here nor there, because I don't think uh, Anderson and Gals are really doing anything anymore. I, I don't understand why. They're a great tag team. I just yeah. I just don't think that their promos hit like they think they're going to hit. Yeah. I think Good so- brother. I think they're waiting for uh, the whole like Bullet Club versus Wyatt family thing, probably. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, well, since we talked about it, we could just pretty much go down there and talk about it real quick. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. This one's kind of hard. 
Because the demon is supposed to be back on this one. I hope it is, because I love that fucking paint. It, his paint has been, I don't know how much you've seen of him before WWE, but he used to do, like, Venom, Spider-Man, and Carnage. and I just, just from NXT. Yeah. Just a uh, demon from NXT. Always something different. Now, you know, of course, you know, trademarking and shit like that, he can't do that no more, mm-hmm. being on a public, a more public stand. Um, I'm going to give it the Bray, though. You're going to go Bray? Yeah, I feel like he's he's due. Ever, you know, and that's the unfortunate thing. Ever since he lost the title to Orton, they kind of just gave up on him. Right. It's not like anything he did. You can't even say, like, you know, he was good or bad as a fucking um, champion because he didn't have enough time to fucking be a champion. But uh, I'm going with Balor. And I, I believe that if they do bring the demon back, then the demon's going to be, you know, that turning point, that difference maker in there. I'm going to say Balor's going to win this match. Uh, if we go back up, uh, Orton versus Rusev. This is a pre-show match. Yeah, it should have definitely been a pre-show yeah. match. Um, I There's not really much I really want to talk about this because this really just kind of came out of nowhere for no point at all. Other than, hey, Rusev needs an opponent. Hey, Orton needs an opponent. Pretty, pretty much how it worked out. I mean, Rusev came out demanding competition, blah, blah, blah. Randy Orton came out. And that's how it happened. Although the the promos between the two of them and the back and forth has been pretty good. Uh, the one night Randy was walking into the back, and then Rusev came out and just kicked him in the face and dropped him right down there. Mm-hmm. This past fr- Friday, Tuesday, <laughs> Randy Orton, Rusev's in the middle of the ring. Out of I mean, legitimately out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. He just says slides Randy, in, comes, and then boom! Yeah. Where the fuck did he come from? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I love those camera angles where like they don't pan over. I yeah. love I love when like the announcers don't give it away. Like, oh my god, here comes Orton! You know, it's like I I love that. Um, I want to give it to Orton, and the only reason I want to give it to Orton because I think they want him to at least have that one decent pay per view win. I'm gonna go Rusev. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Here here's my here's my thinking. Yeah. I think Rusev wins. Orton. Goes away for a while. Comes back a different Randy. That that more punch you in the head, Randy. Than what he was there before. You know what I mean? The more crazy, the more little un unhinged. Okay, I I don't think I. I would love if they did that, but I don't know if they would repackage him that way. I think that Randy Orton isn't PG enough to be. Especially, like, with this whole, like, issue and scares of, like, concussions and shit like that in WWE where, you know, you can't do a chair shot on the head and you can't do the curb stomp. And I don't think they'll ever risk doing I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to be punting people. I'm just saying he's going to use that character. Well, I'm going to say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this is America and you're entitled to be wrong, so it's okay. <laughs> um, Alright. No, I mean, like, it, it makes sense. I get what you're saying. Um, Unless they try to push Rusev, I don't see the point in him winning this match. I think they really need to give 
Orton that win to show that he's not like weak. I could see that, but I really think Rusev Rusev getting a push is totally in the cards too. Yeah. Mm. Agree to disagree, I guess. I and agreeing to shit. <laughs> um all right. Pre show match, which is on the main card again, because this should be a pre show match. Big show versus big cast, fucking Enzo Mori Shark Tank above the ring. Stupid. Didn't they just do this? They yeah, they uh put um Ellering in uh oh uh, no, uh Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah. They did it for Jericho. So what I don't know. I, I I think it's just a way for Enzo Mori to be involved in this shit. He needs to be in two oh five live. I think he'd blossom in two oh five live. They can still have him on Raw for Cruiserweight matches, but he needs to be a 205 Live guy. He's just... I'll say it. He's too small to be a fun competitor with the guys they have now. And yeah, people sit there and say, What about Rey Mysterio? What about Rey Mysterio? If Rey Mysterio... The only reason Rey Mysterio got a fucking championship match because Eddie died. And I'll say it. Throwing it out there right now. <laughs> Don't care. Rey- <laughs> I think that's a general consensus amongst a lot of people. Though. Yeah. Plus, I mean, not, and not to take anything away from Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio was a great wrestler, great cruiserweight. That you know, he, I mean, he put up a fight and everything. Enzo goes down from a boot. I mean, like he just drops. I mean, given Enzo Amore any kind of fucking like push or championship match, it's like giving fucking Ellsworth a push. For a fucking match on Raw or SmackDown. He is the Ellsworth of fucking Raw. <laughs> and maybe that's not I, a bad no, thing. I, I'm, I mean, I'm almost in total agreement with you. It's just like he's just he, he's great to he, listen to from time to time. But a lot of his promos that used to be like like awesome and funny now it just sounds like constant bitching. Well now he's all whiny because Cass left him behind. Yeah. But did he really leave him behind? Is it gonna reunite? I think they'll reunite, but I think I think it'll be more of a uh big cast and then Enzo as the mouthpiece. Like Jimmy Hart. Yeah. Yeah. I I would be I would be fine with that. I would have rather they done that. They said like Enzo got injured, had to retire, but he's still a manager for Big Cast. Because Big Cash should never have to talk. No. The way he looks, he should just be able to, have to walk out. Like maybe put some fucking pants on, though. <laughs> just walk out, kick ass, and Enzo will fucking talk for you. You know, and yeah, Grant, maybe that was the whole reason Big Cash fucking turned on him in the first place because he talked and shit. <clears throat> Still. Um, anyways, who are you picking? Show or Cass? Uh, Cass. Yeah, I'm picking Cass, too. I, I wish I knew how much longer show had in uh, Dunahee. I think this is the last year. Yeah, this is the last hurrah. At least that I've assumed. Uh, John Cena versus Baron Corman. You really don't want? I don't. I don't know. I don't even know how this match came about. Really. Again, um, hey, Cena needs an opponent. Hey, Corbin needs an opponent. So let's show them together. I'd like to see Corbin win, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Cena. I'm going to go with Corbin. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna dark horse that shit. I think You're I think dark horse the hell out of it. I think everyone thinks Cena's gonna win. I'm gonna go with Corbin. Don't know how. Probably cheat. Corbin's gonna do it though. Go with Corbin. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus versus uh two thirds of the Shield. Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. I go with Ambrose and Rollins. You think you're gonna put the tag team titles on them? Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Whoa. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, I'm going with them too. <laughs> what the fuck? I I just wanted to make it like more suspenseful. <laughs> like, oh, he's gonna pick Shavis Cesaro now. Um, no, the only reason I want to pick them is because I think at this point they still want to keep them relevant, but there's not much they can do with them right now. So putting putting the tagging titles on them, like I think, like, who knows? Like maybe if they win the tagging titles, maybe Roman wins the championship, and all of a sudden the Shield comes back as like mega champion group again. Who knows? But I think with Roman or not Roman, uh, Ambrose and Rollins being tag team champion, it still keeps them relevant, and it's giving those higher up guys the it. it help, I think it helps the tag team division. Oh yeah. And plus, I mean, like, at this point, I'm granted, like, you know, they used to be the Shield, but who they are now and where they're at with the company, this is almost like a mega power tag team again. Like Hogan and Macho Man, or Hall and Nash, Stone Cold and Triple H, you know, Rock and Mick Foley. You know, I mean, now, it's like, you can either look at it like it's a Shield reunion, or you can look at it as a mega power team again. Right. I can still, yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. Plus, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a different, uh, a different pace or a different direction that they could take these guys, at least for the time being. Championship match. Uh, Raw championship match. Brock Lesnar. four-way. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe, Braun Strowman. Uh, fatal four-way. Championship match. Okay. Um, I don't like the Roman Reigns is in it. I'm okay with everyone else, though. Yeah, I mean, Roman's the only one that's been on really the losing streak as of late, and they kind of gets tossed in the match. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, just, okay, so right off, who are you picking to win? I'm going to say Reigns. You're saying Reigns? Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm Dark Horse, and again, I'm going Joe. That's not really dark horse. Oh, these four? Braun Strowman. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Do you know what a dark horse is? What? Less likely to win. It'd be Braun Strowman. No, when? Everyone would be like, oh, Braun, this is his time, you know? He's beat the shit out of fucking Roman Reigns. He's a fucking powerhouse. No. Powerhouse, some, you know, Braun Strowman should win. I'm going to go Samoa Joe, though, because I think... What's going to happen is I think they're going to beat the shit out of Roman and then Braun and Brock end up fighting each other and then fucking Joe's going to slither on in there and take the championship. Plus, I think after the big match he had with Brock Lesnar, you know, I think this is his, like, like listen, I almost beat Brock and now I'm going to beat Brock, Roman, and Braun. Plus, I, I, I see Roman coming out and just being you know. handed it. Getting handed. I don't know. It'd be it'd be something if Roman pinned Brock. 
I could only see that happening if Raw's like, or he's like, we need to push him more. We need to push him more. So I can see that happening from your decision, that perspective. But I, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Samoa Joe's gonna win. He, I, I'm not even. I'm not saying I don't want Samoa not, Joe. No, to it's win not even that. a prediction. This is a fact. <laughs> Samoa Joe you will been, you win. Been emailing Joe. I, 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 I'm in talks with people. You're in talks I'm with people. Talk. Samoa Joe's winning. I'm, I'm. This is a fact. It's not a guess. So how, how many did we agree on? Okay, so uh, we both picked a new day. We both picked Hardy and Jason Jordan. We both picked Alessa Bliss. We both picked AJ Styles. We both picked Big Cass. We both picked uh, Dean and Seth. So six out of the two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen. So six out of thirteen we agree on. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. I mean, like that just leaves five uh, that we each. I mean, there's definitely gonna be a winner. Oh yeah. I mean, with six being, I mean, even we got the six correct, that leaves five that we're complete opposites on. So, I'm going to give myself a bonus point, though, <laughs> if Carmella cashes in on the Raw title. I will, I will give you a bonus point if Carmella cashes in on the Raw title. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, this, I mean, SummerSlam is the last major pay-per-view before the Royal Rumble. This is the last time Raw and SmackDown, I think, are together until the Royal Rumble. No, that's a lot. Survivor Series. So who knows? Those, yeah, my my ideas could all change. So we got our predictions. We have, um, which I mean, this is probably one of the biggest cards we had to predict on. But I think yeah, because we started after WrestleMania, didn't we? Oh yeah, I think. Well, this is the um, I think it's only like the fourth time we did these guesses. And to be honest with you, I don't even know who's what now. I know I won the first one. You won the second one. Yeah. I don't know who won the third one. And I won the third one. So maybe it's the fifth time we did this. Cause I can't remember the last one. We should we should put up our our board. Yeah, we should have. We should put on Facebook. We should put on Facebook or something. But this is what we learn. We learn and grow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're supposed to do. Um. Well, we got uh, we got seventeen more minutes. <laughs> You want to hit a list? We can do a top ten. Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's hit a list. Let's do a top ten list here. And then we'll go a half an hour over. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we already did that one. Yeah. So that one's fine. Um, I guess we could do, uh, you want to do top ten finishers? Yep. I mean, I, I think that. I think is, there, is there anything we can not divulge a half an hour into? Uh, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna say no, man. Yeah. I don't even know. I got papers all over the place. I need a fucking assistant or some <laughs> shit. I thought there was a list somewhere that uh, you know, what? Let's, let's go ahead and do this one. Why not? This would this would be a list. It's not ranked, but um, let's do. We'll just talk about top ten personalities. All right. So the top ten wrestlers that we found the best personalities. These aren't ranked; they're just listed, and you know it gives us the time to kill it in the next uh, fucking fifteen minutes. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a part of the show where you great, guys can eat if you folks. want to. Great, great filler. Um, but no, top the top ten personalities uh, that we decided, and this is 
over any era, any company. Um, honestly, I think it's pretty much TNA, WWE, WCW, which most of them are. Right. Um, you look down at the list, I think number 10, again, these aren't ranked, they're just listed, but I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way up anyways. Uh, number 10, we have McFoley, which, I mean, when it comes to personalities... Oh, he's, he's got multiple. Three out three of them. So, I mean, and I even had, like, even if you want to consider Mick Foley as a fourth personality, and what was awesome, like, I mean, when he was commissioner, he was amazing. When he was, I mean, like, there's there's so much you could say that, technically we've already said, because we've uh, talked yeah. about I mean, Episode 11. I mean, so there's not so, I mean, there's not much more you can say other than when it comes to personality, this guy is it. I mean, all three personalities are in one row rumble. Oh, yeah. Um, another guy, I mean, this is a blast from the past, superstar Billy Graham. Who, who was flashy before flashy was, like, cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, I mean, I mean, this is one of the guys when people say, you know, before their time, they're talking about him. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't watch, I mean, obviously I wasn't around much when he was wrestling live and shit. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, YouTubing superstar Billy Graham. Like, there was matches. no YouTube? YouTubing now. <laughs> don't be don't be gay. I mean stupid. I mean those don't mean the same, but yeah now. Anyways. <sighs> is it just a show? This is so awkward now. <laughs> this the silence well, is weird. Wait, not the LGBTQT WX Not a shutting down. Fucking this freaking show is gonna fucking can't get can now. Anyways. Um I did uh, YouTube, like, some of his promos. I didn't really watch a lot of his matches. Yeah. Which, I mean, I have no doubt he was a great wrestler, but, I mean, it was his promos that really showed his personality. So, if you ever get a chance, go on YouTube, search Superstar Billy Graham, listen to some of his promos. I mean, all those promos from the 80s were, I mean, they're a lot better than they are now. When you look at, like, you know, how Hulk Hogan or The Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man Savage, you know, Superstar Billy Graham, Rowdy Piper and all that, I mean, like, yeah. They were bigger personalities than oh, yeah. we see nowadays. Um, really, though, there is uh, no no personality bigger than our next guy, though. Ravishing Rick Rude, man. My aunt, my aunt has such a thing for this man. Anytime we went to the house, just, shh. Everybody had to be quiet so Rick could take off his robe and do his little hip dance. This, this guy, I mean, he's the one that made heels cool. Oh, man, he tell women want me, men want to be me. Mm-hmm. Oh, what did he call everybody? Oh, God, I mean, everything. Sweat hogs and shit. I mean, he just... I mean, he I mean, he, he went out there and he didn't care what he, he was said. He was the original or... incarnation of DX, too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, he was the original manager. He was actually... Uh, part of uh, the NWO, too. Wow. Which was weird. I think there was actually a moment where when Raw was pre-taped, he was on that episode of Raw, but he walked out on WCW's live episode that same night. So he was on both. Oh, God. I wonder if that's what caused the 90-day thing. I believe it. Oh, it has to be. I mean, like, anything from that. I bet that fucking uh, Monday Night War caused a lot of contract. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, clauses and shit. What is it? Ninety days? They got no compete on TV clause. Yeah, yeah. I think and I think that's what's going on with um, uh, not Ricochet, but Prince Puma. Like in his okay. contract, he can't wrestle televised anywhere until that season of Lucha Underground is 
WWE just signed Adam Cole. Oh shit! Yeah, fucking Adam Cole. Adam Cole, I can't wait to talk about you more. But you're not on this list, so I'm not going to. Uh, this is your buddy, so I'm going to let you go ahead and say it. Oh man, Eric Young, E Y. How could you not like that? Did I skip one? I did skip one. <laughs> we'll go back to it now. I it's really okay. like Eric Young. But it was awesome, though. This isn't, this isn't ranked. It's not ranked. It's just listen. Um, I love Eric Young. Eric Young is that perfect. Again, um, when it, oh God, who did we talk to uh, last time about being the heel? Oh, The Rock. Right. He could be the perfect baby face. He could be the perfect heel. And he plays them both. Oh, he I love seamlessly. Yeah, I love what he's doing with uh, with sanity right now in NXT. I'm so far behind. It's if you, when you get a chance, you have to see sanity. Okay, you have to check. I mean, that's that's one of the best parts of NXT right now is that faction because it's pretty much they picked up where the Wyatt family left off, pretty much. Ooh. So it's pretty good. This is the group that I thought would come up and face the Wyatt family when the Wyatt family is still together. Nice. Yeah. Um, but the guy you did skip. Yeah. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, man. I still love him, too. Piper's Pit. One of my favorite things, if you ever get a chance, go on, again, on YouTube. YouTube is a great tool to go watch old wrestling shit, by the way. <laughs> there's a there's a, um, a promo that Rowdy did before WWE where he broke a bottle over his head. A full, unopened bottle shattered it on his head. And he's just bleeding while doing the promo. It's intense. It's crazy. Wow. You need to go watch it. I'm going to go watch it. Um, I love Roddy Piper. Um, I liked, again, I mean, a lot of these are based on their promos. Not so much the wrestling and everything. Again, he was one of those guys that never held that world championship. Right. He could have, and he would have done a lot of great things with it. Another one who has made a couple of our lists, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I think when it comes to wrestling, Stone Cold would end up on like every single list other than female wrestler and least likely to be a bad wrestler. Anyway, anyway you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know what I'm saying, but I'm glad you get an idea. But no, Stone Cold Steve Austin it will end up on multiple lists. Best wrestler in the 90s. Oh, all-time man. wrestler ever, you know. Even tag team when he was, you know, because I, I still say Hollywood Blondes probably would have been one of the greatest tag teams in ACW if they didn't split him off. But even going back that far, like if you want to talk about personality, Stone Cold Steve Austin had the biggest personality, obviously. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like even before that, I mean, he had he was the ringmaster with the Million Dollar Man. He, I mean, they, he was handed the Million Dollar Title. But even before that, I mean, he grew his personality from ECW. Yeah, he left when he left WCW mm-hmm. as Stunning Steve Austin, and I believe his finisher was the Stun Gun. Yeah, the uh, it was pretty much just like a. Like a clothesline off the top off rope the or something. Yeah. yeah. Which wasn't... A guillotine, whatever you call it. Yeah. And then he went to... He tried to go to WWF at the time. WWF. And they didn't want nothing to do with him. Goes to ECW. Heyman gives him a mic. And he's like, well, what do I say? Yeah. Heyman... I've, I've seen the video. I know what he said. Venture frustrations. And that's when Stone Cold was born mm. right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I love Stone Cold. Like I said, like he he can be on multiple lists and everything. And I mean, I mean, there, there are very few guys who have that beer drinking, like no, like no shits given kind of attitude. You know, ECW had Sandman, obviously. WWF had Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, WCW had like NWO, so they kind of just overkilled that. But 
I don't I don't think anybody has done the beer drinking ass kicker as well as Stone Cold. No. And I think the only person that comes close is Cowboy James Storm. Yeah. But he, I mean, that's a far second. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, when you look at it, like, at the top of the mountain, you have Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, James Storm and Sam, I mean, they're at, like, the summit, man. I mean, like, right. they're not even beginning to climb that no. mountain. But they're still there. They're still at that ridge, just not up there. Um, another guy who's going to make the list always, and actually he's above Austin on this, which, again, it's just listed not ranked, so it don't matter. But The Undertaker. No, man. And the biggest reason that he's on this person, this top personality is because, like we mentioned, like he's one of those guys who could change personalities and no one cared. No. Like the, he, came, he changed the look of his personality, mm-hmm. but the baseline of his personality was still the same. Still, you thought he was dead. Whether he be riding a motorcycle or crucifying the boss's daughter, you 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 just he's evil incarnate. Oh yeah. Whether you liked him or hated him, and it didn't matter because everybody liked him. Whether no matter what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and I know a lot of people don't care for the American Badass Undertaker, but I mean, I liked him. I I, I enjoyed it because he. Uh, I was trying to turn the light out for you. Look like you're having a hard time. Reading. No, I was just getting ready, uh, getting ready for you to point to uh, the next one. Oh, <laughs> yet another one that's been on multiple of our list: <laughs> The Rock. Yeah, I mean the the most electrifying man in all of just, entertainment. Oh, of all of entertainment now. Yeah, I mean, and you could like, I mean, you could have like The Rock himself, which is a tremendous personality in his own. When he debuted, when he was in a nation domination, or when he was just, you know, The Rock himself. But also, you have, like, Dwayne Johnson. Who who is not only a great actor, uh, but a great humanitarian, does a bunch of stuff, taking care of his mm-hmm. family. I mean, the man just goes after what he wants. Yeah. And is not afraid to grab it by both hands and, you mm-hmm. know, you're coming with me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, he, and he, I mean, he plays guitar. He sings, you know. When he was a heel, he made fun of people. When he was a good guy, he loved the fans and everything. I mean, like his his personality was like leaps and bounds over many, many people. Uh, the same can be said with Ric Flair. Ric Flair is the next one on the next list. Next one on the list. He, I mean, the flamboyancy and like the egoness and I mean, the dirtiest player in the game. I mean, this guy, this guy lived. Slept and uh, and breathed his. I mean his persona. I mean like. Oh yeah. Probably. I mean he. I mean the jet fi- uh, flying, wheeling, dealing, limo, driving. I mean like. I mean I, I. I can't remember what that how that saying went, but I mean like if I mean they told this guy, listen, we want you to be this fucking like cocky flamboyant guy who has all this money and all lazy, and he just fucking ran with it. The problem is he probably ran a little too hard with. He did. Oh, yeah, he, he definitely did. Um, our, our thoughts and prayers do go out to the Rick Fair family, but um, there is something to be said about mm-hmm. becoming who you're playing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, to, to a degree, it's fine, but you can't always be top dog if you're not having top dog money or if you put yourself or your family into a place to where... They're gonna get hurt physically, emotionally, either way. But 
greatest personality wise, Ric Flair has been there since seventies. Yeah, sixties, seventies, sixties, seventies, and was still wrestling into the two thousands. Yeah, I mean it. I mean, like, I mean, the guy. I mean, personality wise, I mean, like the fucking the robes, man, the oh, cocky man. swagger. I mean, even the strut he did in the ring. You know, it. He and he won champion. I mean, he other than fucking John Cena, most championship uh, reigns. Well, tie, he's tied with Cena, right? He didn't. He's not. They're, they're right tied. now. They're tied. Sixteen time. Sixteen time world yeah. champion. So I mean, like you don't get that way for just being fucking vanilla, you know? No. No. All right, we got one more guy on your list. So uh, here you go. Ah. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. I think the biggest reason he's on the list. I think the biggest reason I wanted to leave him for last is because. Out of every personality and every person that changed personalities, I think his was the biggest 180 that anyone's ever seen between the real American, the, you know, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, to the Hollywood Hulk Hogan of the NWO. I thought that was the greatest swerve of all time. I remember watching him come out to what we thought was going to be to save Randy Savage Mm -hmm. and then just destroy him. Yeah, I know. I was in awe. I can. I can't even imagine because I was still, man. I was still younger then, so it's like Hulk Hogan was the guy. Yeah, and like, and like, I mean, obviously, like, I was like almost a fucking toddler when this when all this went down. Maybe not toddler, five, six years old, somewhere. I was just say, you're not that much younger than me. I'm I'm way younger than you, because <laughs> that happened in uh, what was that ninety six ninety six yeah. yeah okay so I was like four or five years old. So, fuck you, dude. I was like 96, 14. Yeah, whatever. I don't fucking know. No, I mean, maybe I was wrong. I don't know. It don't matter. Fuck the ages. Seven, maybe? I don't know. So, uh, I think I think what affected the most people were like when people who were maybe like like early adult years yeah. that were able to watch him and did AF as, you know, the real American Hulk Hogan and everything. To see that hero, oh, yeah, you know? he, he was always the hero, yeah, always the superhero. Absolutely, and to become to become Hollywood Hulk Hogan, like he did it so fluidly that it was. I mean, it it worked. It was perfect, and I mean, overall personality wise, I mean, he did a great job doing it. It, it was a shock to see how seamlessly he did do it, yeah. because he was the the good guy, the John Cena, if you if you will. Obviously, John Cena is the Hulk Hogan of this generation, but he did it without flaw. There, nobody knew that that was coming, which was always fun. Of course, the internet wasn't running rampant back then, so who knows, you know, what they would have done if it would have got out that Hogan was the third guy. Yeah, I mean that would have ruined everything. But hey, we're able to make it to a top ten list, <laughs> and almost time. Actually, we're, we're over. So well, technically, we won't be over after we edit. Yeah, that's true. We didn't. We didn't have a. And by we, I mean you. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> all right, so, as we mentioned on our, our last show, I'm gonna mention it again. So, as a reminder, next Saturday, SCW Intensity is hitting Shabans again. Doors open at five p.m. The matches start at six. Now, like I said. Just because they're starting an hour early doesn't mean they're ending an hour early. It's still going to 10 o'clock. So make sure you get there. Make sure you get your tickets. Make sure you get in your seats. 
you can buy the show, the tickets pre-sale. Uh, go to their uh, go to their uh, Facebook Southland Championship Wrestling. You can find the locations where you can buy those. Make sure you check it out. It's an awesome show. And to any other local indie shows that want to get involved, again, we bantered about this in the last show, so I'm not going to get into too much detail all over again. If you know of a local wrestling show, if you're part of a local wrestling show, and you want us to plug it for free. We do not charge. We do not make money off plugs. Send us the information, and we'll promote it. Like, we're not looking for sponsorships. I mean, we'll, we want sponsorships. But we're not looking for sponsorships through wrestling companies, you know? If there's a protein shake company that wants to sponsor us and shit, we'll take that. But when it comes to indie shows, we're not charging indie shows fucking money to plug them because we're doing that for the goodness of our art and for our love of wrestling. So if you are part of a wrestling show or if you know of a wrestling show in the local area, let us know. We'll promote it. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching JW Podcast. Check out our website. The link's in the description below. Uh, if you want to contact us, go to the Contact Me page. You know, Send us your thoughts, comments, concerns, any suggestions for the show, something you want us to talk about. Feel free. We encourage communication. We love when people get in contact with us. Except for Steve. You can still fuck yourself. Hashtag uh, fuck Steve. Hashtag fuck Steve. Um, that's all I got. Is there anything else? I think it's time to ring the bell on another episode. Perfect. All right. As always, I am Travis Steve. I'm Dizzle J. Thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the Jet W Podcast. Peace.